Welcome to Nothing But Truth with Two Girls in a Bible. We are so happy that you're joining us today as we seek the answers to hard questions in our lives. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and follow. Exactly. We are totally exactly, and just kind of piggybacking in mm-hmm. off of that into what I have for that. I believe the question was, "Why does God want us to have patience?" Yeah, I believe that's what you asked, and yeah. you know what you were saying. God is actually not interested in how easy life is for us. Yeah, um, He's not interested um, in right. how. He's really he's not, not. <laughs> comfortable. We are no. with a given situation. Yeah, his really major not. interest is getting us to be like Christ. Exactly, yeah, exactly. and and that's the whole purpose. That's the purpose, so that we the purpose are of the more process. Christ-like. And so, patience, of course, is part of that. Patience is not natural. Yeah, we don't come with it. Nobody's born with it. Yeah, we we come in going me, thank you, please. Now, yeah. actually, yeah, patience is actually we something. We are a microwave in society. Good immediate. Yeah. It's so patience needs to be developed. Yeah. And that's why I think people are afraid. I I can you know I've learned, but that's why we can be afraid to pray for patience. Yeah. Because they are developed, as you guys were saying, through trials and tribulations and through uh, the hard things. But so is all of our growth. But the most the most the beautiful part about all of that, like if you look mm-hmm. in the word, God is so good and mm-hmm. so faithful. Like Kim was saying that he's got great patience for us. So he's That's true. he's in it for the long haul. But in, in Romans <laughs> chapter five, it actually start, starts off. We've been justified. Amen. We've been acquitted of all wrong. Mm-hmm. So we've been justified before God. So even in our mess, mm-hmm. he wants to develop. And everybody develop. hears this. My mess you know, mm-hmm. becomes my message. He's trying to develop oh, the good. message. Like your that's mess good. becomes your message. Yes. I love that. that. Is good. But that's, if a good, you, that's a good analogy. Like yes. That. But if you, but if you don't deal with your mess mm-hmm. and the only real way to deal with your mess really is pray, pray, <laughs> pray. You got to ask God, pray. God, help me. God, help me pray. But also know who you are in the process. Know who you are. You are a child of the one true king. You have a right. You are justified before God. So in the middle of your mess, let Holy Spirit develop the message. Develop the message. Which is what? Patient endurance. Endurance. Long, lasting, meaningful, happy, and profitable relationships come through grace and time that we allow. So true. Uh, we need to be patient oh, I love that. to Grace allow people to change, to allow yeah. circumstances yeah. to change. That's that development of patience. Really, God is, yes, it's through what's hard, but he gives us the good stuff on the other side of that obedience yes. to just endure. Yeah. And it's it's in the how we're enduring. You know, yes. enduring with a bad attitude doesn't get us anywhere. No. But enduring mm-hmm. in love gets us everywhere. Yeah, I, I think that kind of goes with our trials. You know, when, when we're going through trials, we have to be patient. So yes. that, and it also says in the word, when, he, when you are weak, that's when he's strong. Oh. Yes. You know, and so he gives you a peace that surpasses yes. all understanding. So, you know, all of that, um, God is certainly more patient with us than we are with him. Have you ever gotten mad at God? Sometimes, things, yeah. Things, I mean, well, all the time, right God is always patient yeah, more than God we are. God is but... you know, certainly more patient with us than we are with mm-hmm. Him. Yeah. And, you know, I think that that is also a learning thing that we have to, to learn, to be more patient 
and wait on his timing. Oh, his yeah, timing that's a rough perfect. one. Yeah. And, you know, like uh, Teresa was saying that we want it right now. Yeah. We want it right now. Yeah. And um, I have written down here, it says, we wait patiently for the Lord. When we're waiting patiently for the Lord, we're exercising faith in him. And Hebrews eleven six says, without faith is it impossible to please God. Mm-hmm. So would you say waiting patiently is very pleasing to God? That is to say, having faith that God will fulfill his promises. So it's in that waiting process that we have to wait. Yeah, but, but in that waiting process, I'm going to just keep putting people right back in Romans. I hope y'all read Romans chapter mm-hmm. 5 because it's so good. It's all about this. But in, in chapter 5, 5, which in case anybody doesn't know that this grace, the number 5, is actually, it grace. means grace. Um, and so this is Romans 5, 5. So double the grace. Now look at this. Such hope in God promises. Oh, this is so good. Never disappoints us. Never disappoints us. So even if you're going through a mess Mm -hmm. and you really don't want to pray for patience, Mm -mm. do it. Mm Mm-hmm. Do it because why? It doesn't disappoint. It's not going to disappoint. It will never. Do, there's going to be a fruit that grows from that. And I'm, I'm looking at some of your notes here. Are you? Um, Teresa, talk, talk to us a little bit about what you got on there. It's so good. It's so oh, good. I want to just. Okay, sure. On my notes, I'm talking about uh, developing patients, how that actually happens, and men giving some practical examples. But um, a scripture verse that stuck out for me was Colossians 3 and 12. Colossians 3 and 12 really talks about it's one of the places where we're um we're told to put on patience as i mentioned it's not natural we need to put it on and just like in another place in ephesians i believe we're told to put on the full armor of god we need to remember when we have the put ons we're never asked to take it off that is Um, so true so once you put it on it once it gets up on you you get it on you but let me read it to you um the word I'm going to read from the Passion Translation, yeah. Colossians three twelve, um, a couple of verses there, which uses the word robe. You know, like robe. Oh, yeah. I love it. Put it it's on. much more yes. comfortable in a robe. But that's so the word it uses for put on, <laughs> and it says this: Love one another. You are mm. always and dearly loved by God. Mm. So robe yourself with virtues of God, since you have been divinely chosen to be holy. Be oh, merciful. Yeah. Yes. As you endeavor to understand others. And be compassionate, showing kindness towards all. Be gentle and humble, unoffendable. Oh, that's a good one. Unoffendable in your patience with others. That's so good. Unoffendable with your patience with others. That's so good. So I wanted to ask you girls, when... um, is can it read, practical? Can, can, before, yeah. we, before we, before we go part. to your next question, mm-hmm. can I read what the, pa- the message says? Because it, it's so, it piggybacks oh, off of what you so said. And I think, I just love the message. It says, so this is 12 through 14. It says, so chosen by God for this new life, life of love, dress in the wardrobe God picked out for you. Compassion, kindness, humility, quiet strength, discipline, be even tempered, content with second place. Quick to forgive an offense. Just like you said, don't be offended. Don't be offended. Forgive as quickly and completely as the master forgave you. And regardless of what else you put on, wear love. It's your basic all-purpose garment. That's beautiful. Never be without it. I would call this our outerwear. I call the Ephesians the... the 
armor of God, if yeah. you're familiar with that. If yeah. you're not, we, we, you can find that in Ephesians. But I always call that under armor. Ephesians 6, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, very I good. call that yeah. our under, under armor because oh, I love we're not it. supposed yeah. to undress yeah. out of our armor that protects us. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. But this would be like outerwear. Because yes, we, this, would this be is like where everybody wear. sees it. Those are spiritual yeah. clothing that we wear to guard our, our mind, our heart, our just everything we do in yes. peace and love of God. Mm-hmm. But this is that outerwear of patience and how we deal with people and how we put on the wardrobe, as you said. Yeah. Um, and I love that because it kind of breaks it down. You know what? Okay, wait a minute. Really this does. is our bejewels. Bejewels. This is our bejewels. These are our pearls and our diamonds. Oh, it's shiny. Yeah. This is something shiny because... This is what people experience Christ through. Yeah. When we have the ability to show this level of patience, then they actually can smell the aroma of the Holy That's Spirit true. through our love. Yeah. And, and we're, it becomes that visible. That Jesus, yeah, that Jesus, that, we, that when people Tangible. see us, they see him. Yes. Something different. They see him. They want to know what is so different about you. Yes. Yeah. It's so like our accessory. And it all starts with the best learning accessory. How to become patient. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, and what about a person who is just working on your last nerve? Be patient with them. You talked about praying for them. Mm. Mm. You know, I find that it's in these situations where I need to be pr- patient. I need to pray for me because I cannot help what other oh, people are doing yes. or saying or thinking. Exactly. Um, but I can choose how I respond. And so I when I've that. worked I on and developed patience over yeah. the years, I've already made a decision how I'm going to react regardless yeah. of who's doing what. Yes. That is so good. Did you hear what she said? She said, rather than starting to pray for that person, mm-hmm. she said, I pray for myself. Mm, so basically, she's praying for herself to know oh, how yeah. to deal with this person. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that is really good. I think that that is a really good starting point. Yeah. Um, it's always a know, prayer. Yeah. I, I, I think that's a really good word. Right. Because you don't, you don't, you can't control other people's mm-hmm. responses, but you can control your response exactly. to other people. Mm-hmm. And so, so I love escalate. that, Teresa. That, I love that. I, I love, love that. That's that, so that, that is really good. Mm-hmm. I love that. But that's how people are going to experience yeah. Christ through us, too, because... Naturally, when somebody's and actually the word talks about this, it says um, love is like taking, you know, a heap of hot coals and mm. pouring it over somebody's head. Now, somebody can look at that and be like, well, that's kind of violent. Mm-hmm. No, but it's melting the hardness mm-hmm. off of their hearts. Mm-hmm. When somebody is treating you poorly and you have the power and the authority, which comes from God, because mm-hmm. it's not my authority, it's his authority it's in his, me. Yeah. Right. Yes. When we, we already are equipped, and he says that says to that. us in Romans 5. He says, you've got everything you need to accomplish this. You have everything you need. You have everything you need to love your neighbor. But the real question is, do you love yourself enough to even know how to love your neighbor? I think when you get to the point where you realize it's not about you, oh, then, then you love yourself so enough. Good. Because it's not, it's, about not about you. You. it's not about you. It's not about you. It's not about me. Um, but yeah. it is about you and Jesus and yes. Jesus is watching our heart and how we deal. Yeah. Um, and sometimes we have to deal with what is real and heal from yeah. what people have done. It's but so in the true. moment it's with so them, true. we do need to be the one who's most like Christ. Somebody has to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody so why not let it be situation you? has got to be Christ. Like, yeah. and it may as well be, be you, you, uh, because that's going to benefit you. Yeah. And that's so when you learn gonna, patience. You learn a tremendously a lot of other things as well. Yeah, right? you really and that's learn how to, you learn how to people, control right? your anger. Reaping and, yeah, and yeah. reaping and sowing, sowing and reaping. Yeah. You learn how it comes to back. To it comes. Back. It does come back. yourself back. through a tough situation. Yeah, you. Um, it 
when you learn patience, mm-hmm. you're going to learn a lot of other things. A lot of these other things are yeah. going to come from it too. Mm-hmm. And, and there's so, so much peace. And there's peace. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's peace. Yeah. I don't have to get, I don't have it's to get myself peace. worked mm-hmm. up because of something that somebody assumed about me or said about me or did yeah. to me. I don't have to work myself up if I can learn how to respond in love to that person. Mm-hmm. If I make a decision, because it's a decision, we don't have, this flesh is not in control. It's, it's only got as much control as you allow it, mm-hmm. as much control as you right. give it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you made the decision, no, I'm going to respond like this. I'm going to respond in love. Yeah. Allowing the Holy Spirit, that really just opens the door for the Holy Spirit to really pour mm-hmm. out into their life. Because remember, we're supposed to be rivers mm-hmm. of living water. Exactly. People are, people are thirsty. So that hurting, broken person that reached out and hurt and broke you, mm-hmm. they need some of the water that you have to offer, that living water from the Word. I just, Yeah, that's really good, Jennifer. I just want to talk a little bit about stories in the Bible on patience, mm-hmm. different people that had went through it. And, you know, um, I'm just going to name a few, and if you, know, you guys want to jump in and talk about that, that we could do that. We, we have the prodigal son's father. Mm-hmm. We have Abraham who waited 25 years for God to fulfill the promise to him. We have Joseph, who remained faithful and true to God. We have uh, David, and we have Ruth, the story of Ruth, mm-hmm. which um, they all have uh, a story about patience. Mm. Yeah, they're all so, really, really good. So I, 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 you know, resonated with Ruth, you know, and I was like, you know, that I thought that was a really good story because I love the book of Ruth. She says, here's a woman as patient and loyal and, uh, and will, as can be, willing to stick with her mother-in-law, Niobe, even after they were both widowed. Ruth had every reason to go back to her country, and yet she chose to patiently uh-huh. endure whatever might come. Ruth's patience and perseverance was later rewarded when she met Boaz who became her husband and then she had a child which then she was able to give Naomi a new grandchild mm-hmm. after they yeah. had lost now, if you don't know the story of Ruth I recommend that you go back and read it's only four chapters and you know it talks about it's this love story but it's also a, a story on loyalty and patience and perseverance and that's basically what we're talking about it's yeah. the same they went through the same exact things that we did that's yeah. good yeah so, I mean, what about any of the other stories? I mean, you Can know. Can I add one? Yeah, sure. The one that sticks out in my mind when it comes to patience it just, is Joseph. Yeah, I have Joseph too. Yeah. yeah. Joseph is the quintessential um, patient guy in yeah. the Bible, if you ask me. Because as yeah. a kid, he had uh, the favor of his father. Daddy made him a pretty coat of many colors. And he was, all his brothers were kind of like, no, he didn't. Yeah. And they're, were not they're jealous. Friendly you know. towards the nice young one and he was young he had a dream and basically he was too young to know that it could be a problem if he said it yeah so in his naivete he told his brothers yeah um i'm gonna rule and reign over you guys basically yeah and Mm -hmm. they didn't like that either so many (laughs) bad things many big brothers happen it's gonna like that and through many years yeah. Many bad things, one after the other, and never He was in prison. He was wrongfully accused oh, of rape by, by his boss's wife oh, and then forgotten. thrown into prison, forgotten. Gave interpreted dreams. And so many bad things happened. And never but once. But then, how did he end oh up? Oh, my goodness. Does it say he has a bad attitude? He never, never. does. Never. And he never does, does exactly yeah. what the dream, what the promise was. Yeah. That patient endurance, that good attitude. Produces. Like, 
He didn't change who he was because of everything that had happened. It never disappoints. Patient endurance never disappoints. And you can read that story um, in the Bible. It's it's, it's a true story. Yeah. Uh, In Genesis, starting at chapter 37 through 45. Yeah. So now we've gotten some really good, a couple of good examples there. But I love your question there. What does that say? Mine is if you would please give a practical example, Kim and Jennifer of y'all practicing recently patience and the results that you received. Yeah. Recent. Okay, well, I'll just start. Opportunity. Yes. <laughs> so I'll just start because I'll just start. <laughs> but uh, for me, I think the most um, recent, there's been a lot of little things, but like one of the bigger ones, and I think there a lot of people uh, struggle with this because we're such an online society, social media, people commenting and making posts and all this stuff. Sure. And, um so one of the most recent ones was someone that I love very much attacked me on social media and basically said, uh, told lies. I mean, literally told lies, said, basically accused me of wanting to share my, my life story, my Jesus story for money. Oh, I've, I've not, I don't even know how many. Because you're such sold. a gazillionaire now. I know. I'm such a gazillionaire. I've given away more than I can even count, but that's besides the point. The point was. She attacked me. And really, my flesh, my flesh wanted to just strike back. It really did. I was angry. I was hurt. We lost people on our team because of it. But but then God showed me that he was just, he was um, purifying our team. Yeah. Because anybody who's going to believe that and seen what they've seen with their eyes shouldn't be on the team anyway. Right? For two girls and a Bible. But the, but, but. How did I respond? Instead of responding and lashing out and defending myself, I chose not to defend myself. Amen. Uh, but I did. I, I responded to her out of love. Amen. Out of love. I'm, and there was other choices that mm-hmm. I had to make that were really hard for me um, to make. But I had to make those choices oh, to protect so what we were doing. There's love and there's everything else. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And I'm still waiting. The moment I get a direction from the Holy Spirit on how to reach out to this person and love them where they are, mm-hmm. I'm doing it. Yeah. Because that means the fruit's ripe to receive it. Yeah. But if I act if I act too, too soon, soon, it's not it nothing nothing that I'm going to do is gonna amount to anything anyway. Right. So I just have to wait patiently for God Patience. to bring all of that. Time. Yes. Grace. Yes, into fruition. But I have a hope and I have a prayer and God is going to resolve this and it is going to end up being an amazing testimony. Yes, it will. And I won't let that go. God wants us to work out more than you do. Yes. And he will see to it that yes, it does. Absolutely. Amen. Absolutely. What about you, Kim? Well, I am in the process of being patient. We're, we're wanting to um, buy a house mm-hmm. and, you know, with all the paperwork and, and all that kind of stuff, you know, and it just seems like you want to run into roadblock after roadblock after roadblock. So it's it's a patient process, a process yeah. or you know you have to, you know you want it right now. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm learning to be patient in all areas. So you know I call it my miracle house. Mm. You know because you know we, we we do rent we've rented for years yeah. and I chose to do that because I didn't want to be tied down to any yeah. one place. And um, but now you know I I'm just ready to to buy a place and you know and now with the way the market the way it is it's just actually way too hard Hard. yeah we're living you know they sold the place and Mm -hmm. and now we're in the process of one you know knowing that our rent is going to go up and you know how are we going to maneuver that you know and all that kind of stuff so it's just like 
okay, you gotta have patience. You, gotta, you know, God's timing is is yeah. perfect. So you know, I'm going through this patient waiting well, time right yeah. now. So pray for me. Yes, <laughs> yes. But you yeah, know what, Kim? I gotta brag on you a little bit though, because um, I've seen her act patient. Not mm. want, not this, not wanting to comply mm. with Holy Spirit direction. But yet she zipped this. Yeah, that's good. And with her life. You know, acted love. in patience, acted out in love. One of the things was they they kept wanting to come at all hours of the day and night to come into your apart your place where you live and like wow. show it to all kinds of people. And yeah. you know, your flesh wanted to say, "Wait a minute, I have a life," you know. Yeah. But you did. I did say that behind closed doors. But, yes. but I have a life. Why are they yes. doing this? But that. But they didn't see that. No, they didn't. What they saw was the smile when she opened the door. Raised. The offering of the little listening. snack on the table or candy that she had out on the table. You know, yeah. the kindness that she showed because it was a choice. Right. It is a choice. Yeah. Regardless of how you feel. And there's been many. That was right just thing. a real tangible That's one, good. you know, that I could share. But I tried. Oh, I got one. Go ahead. Because, you know, you can't put anything together without getting something practical immediately. Yeah. So my immediately came very early this morning, actually. Yeah. Um, my son has a cross-country race in Lakeland, and he had been hurting for the past, uh, since his last race. Oh, and wow. so he's been struggling, but he's been improving, mm-hmm. and he told us that he wouldn't know until today. So he went out the door, sparky and spiffy and raring to go, and mm-hmm. so I booked that hotel room, which I'm leaving to right after I get out of here. Oh, wow. <laughs> Over in Lakelands, I got like a two and a half, three hour drive from where we are. Mm-hmm. Um, so I text the coach just to verify the time of the race tomorrow morning, and she let me know David will not be in that race. <gasps> wow. And he doesn't know. Oh. And the thing is, I just booked a uh, non-refundable room. Um, and so, so you just go and relax. So I am actually going to bring some of my stuff for the new project that I'm working on and spend time with the Lord. But as she's texting me, here's where patients come in, uh, letting me know that, you know, based on their reasonings, my mommy heart kicks in, of course, you know, and it's, I'm thinking, he's going to be upset. Is this? Yes. And I know like I'm disappointed. So how much more disappointed is he going to be? He's worked so hard. Is it really based on only these past two weeks? Because his track record has been incredible. And so my flesh starts welling up. And she's kind of going back and forth with me in a little bit of texting kind of detail things. And so I had an opportunity to be unkind, um, to be, you know, well, you know, he's done all of these other things. In other words, I could have said anything, but the reality is I'm not the coach. Yeah. Yeah. You know, my name isn't Coach Johnson. Yeah. It's not my decision. And I have to respect her decision. Yeah. I have to respect that it may be the best, in fact, thing for the team. And I have to... uh, to talk to myself and my child about disappointments being a very real thing mm-hmm. and yes I just spent money on something that you know I, it went differently than I thought it would but I really had to come to terms with uh, as the enemy was trying to lie to me uh, mm-hmm. you know because that's what happens when you just can get heated really quickly yeah, of course that's kind of welling yeah. up I thought you know what I wanted to think well like the uh, maybe the gal in your story is like well just thinking well this is just for this and I was thinking, well, this is just for the numbers on the team. And I thought, you know, that's just a lie. Because the truth is, how do I know? Yeah. And I don't know yeah. that if my child were to run tomorrow, he doesn't exasperate a problem he's been having. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so he actually so may, in fact, need to continue to heal. And none of us actually know that. And yeah. things can change 
yeah. uh, as far as that goes. But so it's very practical well, you know, for me to be God, good you know, intervening in on His behalf. Yes. Yeah. But so. looking at it that way, very quickly as we're talking and you know making that choice yeah, in exactly. advance that yeah. whatever comes, I'm going to look for the God in it. Yes. Of it, no matter what and the because of it, is. yeah. And I, I can, I can't handle what happens, mm-hmm. but I can handle how I handle it. Oh man, I got, I got a good one. I wish I would have, I wish I would have shared this one, but I'm going to share it really quick because I know we're wrapping this up. Mm-hmm. But I remember when my husband started, he wanted to start um, um, building in his country in Honduras, mm-hmm. and I was like, what? Where is that going to come from? Mm-hmm. Like, where's all those that finance is going to come from? You know, because we're give. You know, where is this extra money coming from? So I was like starting to fight. Now, one of the things I learned very early on was to stop your fighting. I'm not allowed to fight with my husband. So I had to take it to God. But it took a couple of weeks for me to get that under control. Mm. And it wasn't until I went to the front and, you know, was praying about it that God revealed to me that it doesn't matter the motives of anybody else involved as long as my motives were pure. Yeah. And my motives were pure in the sense that I That's see this as an opportunity to minister to people in his village in the future. Yeah. So so once God showed me that it doesn't matter about anything else and that he'll provide and and he has, he's so amazing. Um but once he showed me that it doesn't matter who else is involved, what their motives are, if they're good or bad, as long as my motives are pure. Mm. Isn't that so good? And that oh, allowed that me so to give my husband, extend the patience that God had extended to me and taken the time That's to reveal so that truth to me. Yeah. So that I could then extend that patience to my husband and say, okay, honey, whatever you want to do, whenever, whenever you want to do it. That's so true. Yeah. 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 So good. It's so good. Well, I would like to end with going back to the Bible about someone who had patience. Mm-hmm. And that was Mary, the mother of Jesus. Because yeah. it says, from the day the angel Gabriel first told Mary she would be the mother of God's son, and throughout Jesus' life, she displayed a rare quality of patience, understanding, acceptance, and faith. She really did. Yeah. And twice in Luke chapter 2, it says she treasured all these things in her heart. As if she would, or as if she was just patiently taking them in. Yeah, she treasured everything. She was like patiently yeah. taking them all in. She had no, oh, no idea of God's plan, what God's plan for Jesus was, but she anyway, but she trusted anyway, and weathered the ups and downs with grace. Amen. And you know, and that's how we are to handle patience yeah with grace and sometimes it might get and, you know like in your situation with grace you showed grace to the coach you showed grace with your husband and with this other person i showed grace with people bombarding my home mm-hmm. and now i got to show grace to this new owner mm-hmm. who um i don't particularly think i'm gonna like but um <laughs> but who knows but who knows i may they may be maybe by my new best friend i don't know you never know god has a plan but uh you know i know that god has a plan and you know he wants us to be patient. Yes. He is patient with us. So if we ask the question, um, like I asked in the very beginning, was why does God want us to be patient? Because God was patient with us first. Yeah. So, And what, where did, what question was it that we started out with? We started with what exactly does it mean to have patience and are we truly prepared to pray for them? All right, so I see that we all kind of gave some, exa- some some examples, some life examples of what patience looked like for us. You'll have to define that for yourself in your own life. 
Um, but I did like what Teresa said. We need to start by first praying for ourselves. Ourselves. Absolutely. That's the that response. So but are you best. prepared? So I hope that you all, all of yeah. you listeners, all of you watchers, go to Romans 5 and prepare your soul with the word of God to pray for patience because it says nothing but good is going to come of it. Nothing but Don't good. be afraid of it. Nothing but good is going to come for praying for patience. Exactly. So that was really good. And I encourage you to go into the Bible and read about the, the, the story of Ruth and the prodigal son's father and Joseph and David and Mary, you know, and apply those principles and to your own life. Principles. And ask Holy Spirit, like, show me mm-hmm. how this applies to me. Yeah, how does that apply to how me? How does that apply yeah, to me? Because ask you know, him, he'll tell you. You can read the Bible sometimes. It's like, how does that work for me? That's just to yeah. happen to somebody somebody else but it always applies to us in some way absolutely yeah. yeah two things and that is james 1 and 24 says account it all joy when these trials and tribulations yes. of very kinds oh, uh come our way and we don't just run out when things are terribly uh wrong and say yay hallelujah right um but the reality is deep within us jesus um we're to be more like him yeah and so these things if we will do these things well yeah. will develop how we look to the world like Jesus. And yes. lastly, I just something, it's a quip of mine or something I say, which is that you all, we all, but y'all might have a reason to be very angry. Yeah. Y'all may have a reason to be heard. Y'all may have a reason. Um, but I've heard it said that we don't have a right because the cross, the blood of Christ was that's enough. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, so when we can lay down I think that's for me, that's where that patience is. Yeah. When I can lay down my right to be heard because I know that I'm right. Yeah. Or whatever that looks like for me, when I can say that the cross was enough to cover this and I'll let the blood of Jesus do yes. what it's saying yes. so I can be free to do whatever he's called me to do. Yeah. Exactly. And, choose, so and choose and choose not to be offended. Choose. Mm-hmm. It says. Just choose. Don't, just don't, don't, don't. don't choose be not to be offended. You have the ability and the power. That's what Romans 5 tells us. So. And so we love reading on your phone. It says you have been divinely chosen to be holy, to be merciful as you endeavor to understand others and be compassionate, showing kindness towards all. Be gentle and humble and unoffendable in your patience with others. Unoffendable. So I hope that that word stays with you. Um, That is verse 13 it says tolerate the weaknesses in those in the family of faith forgiving one another another. Mm -hmm. in the same way you have been graciously forgiven by jesus christ amen and that goes and that that summarizes exactly what you just said so you explained that so well so we thank you guys for joining us here at nothing but truth our podcast don't forget to like uh, comment, share, and go on our YouTube channel. We need a thousand subscribers so we can go live there. So go on our YouTube channel and subscribe. Thanks for listening. And, and just remember, you will always have a friend with two girls and a Bible. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I'll be cutting you off. So. <laughs>